Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Murray 
in his camp? And two, how do you think the Arizona Cardinals respond? Well, I mean, I guess I'll start with um, the Kyler Murray camp. I think, you know, it was – I think we had talked about it a little bit, but it was a response to uh, the reports that came out after he defollowed uh, the Cardinals and all that stuff. First of all, that kind of not following – unfollowing your team and stuff, it's childish. All right? that's, that's, that's a childish move. I hate when these athletes are starting to do that. It's, it's, it's boring. It's dull, right? But, I mean, honestly, um, I don't – I don't hate what they, the statement coming out. Um, I just feel like, is it necessary? Like, what is this the future of the sport now? Like, you you got to unfollow your team. Then your agent's got to release a statement. These are my demands. Like, come on, dude. Like, how much do they have to invest in you as a quarterback? They had drafted Josh Rosen number 10, right before that, the year before, and still took a, a chance on you and, and showed their loyalty to you, um, if anything, this is a kind of like a, a slight against um, their relationship, right? I think, you know, leaking all this stuff about how he, he might be a malcontent and stuff I thought was kind of weak. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, he wants his money. He wants to get paid. Um, you know, he's on a rookie deal. I, I don't think it – you know, I, I think it'll get worked out. I don't two sides, um, you know, divorcing each other. I think it, you know, listen, they had a great season. They led them to the playoffs. But don't act like you did what Joe Burrow did. He had he did more with a little bit less, right? Um, you know, it, it took him to the Super Bowl. So if you're trying to say that I, I took you back to the playoffs for the first time in X amount of years in the 11-win season, like don't don't use that as a reason why you need to get paid, all right? You know, there's other quarterbacks that need to get paid. Uh, L- Lamar Jackson was an MVP candidate. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but still, it, it just, it's just it's just bothersome. But I, I'm sure it'll get worked out, right, Sears? I think it's a lot a lot of nothing for for for, for just a normal normal. Um, I guess you could say the normal uh, trajectory of where he would be in his career as far as being a really good quarterback, getting paid, being the next up in line. Every year the quarterback prices go up, so he would be the next in line kind of thing. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because for me, Dylan, um, I kind of agree and I kind of disagree with where you're going with it um, because for mm-hmm. me, like, okay, so Colin Murray, and, you know, this this is the blueprint of how stars – are now getting their money. We're, we're seeing that across all levels of sports instead of baseball, which we're going to talk about probably tomorrow. Um, but we're, we're seeing that across all, all levels of sport, where if you're an NBA guy, you kind of unfollow and subtweet and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of somewhat cause a disturbance, if you will. NFL, we're seeing, you know, quarterbacks primarily – uh, take, take this route. Um, but the thing is, like, I don't like the fact that this particular, this particular memo, this particular letter is formed in this particular way. You know, I do believe that, you know, Kyler Murray and his representation, um, you know, since, you know, deserve to, you know, listen, he wants to be there long term. Um, this is what he's looking for, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, this reads more like, okay, I'm blackmailing you now. You know what I'm saying? He 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 desperately, you know, wants to be your long-term quarterback. You know, he, he wants to win a Super Bowl. Colin mm-hmm. Murray remains hopeful that the organization chooses to commit uh, to him long-term. Like, this screams of, you know what, I'm throwing it all out there. The, the, the onus is on you. That way, if a deal doesn't get worked out or both sides can't come to an agreement, they have laid the groundwork to point the blame surely at the Arizona Cardinals. And I don't like that play because at the end of the day, you are seriously starting to alienate your team, alienate yourself from the team. Like, you don't unfollow them on social media. You don't put pictures of Mm -hmm. you and – you know, Oklahoma gear, they, you know, took down everything else 
off their social media and put pictures of you on their social media. Like, it, 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 it screams of high school, you know, I don't, I, I don't say girl stuff, but it just screams of high school drama, if you will. Like, I don't like you, but I, I want you to like me, so I'm going to get my name tattooed on your arm you know, to kind of show my loyalty and hope that you love me once again. Like, that's what it feels like. I think I, you know, I think ultimately that a deal ends up getting done and that, you know, both sides tend to, you know, come to an understanding or an agreement. Um, But I don't like how this looks for Kyler Murray, and I hate the fact that players kind of are backing teams like this into into a corner. Uh, call the number is 929-477-2759. You're here with Sport City Chef. Um, Dylan, I'm going to throw it back to you. Did you want to speak on this, anything else, or we can move on to, to to another burning topic around the NFL? No, I mean, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I don't think we really talked about it enough, but, you know, I just want to kind of highlight that, you know, it, it, it can get ugly. And I think it kind of got a little, little kind of like catty, a little bit serious, like with, um, with 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 Kyler unfollowing the team and scrubbing his social accounts of you know the Cardinals and then the Cardinals leaking that he wasn't a great team and the malcontent blah blah blah. So I think it, it it had a it had the chance to get really catty and really stupid at at this point. And it's like I don't know I, I just don't, I don't like where it's going. I don't like how that's a part of negotiations. Like you know what I mean? Like that shouldn't. That shouldn't be in the process at all. You know what I'm saying? So I hope it gets resolved. I mean, I think he'll get paid eventually. I think he is a talent. He's a two-time pro bowler, which is, you know, not saying much. Really. Who cares about the pro bowl? But right. still, to be counted, counted among the elites is, is something, right? So um, I just – I hope it gets solved. I hope it gets figured out and that these two sides can, you know, can move forward. But I think at the end of the day, you can't pin their – how how they ended the season on a low note on Kyler Murray. I think the injury to Hopkins was one problem, but you know, uh, head coach Kingsbury did make a lot of adjustments, right? Like he didn't, he didn't put that team in a position to win. Like you, you're missing, and we said it on shows. Like one player shouldn't have really destroyed that team. Like in in, in Hopkins after they got Kyler Ertz too, right? So he couldn't figure out how to get the offense going. So I mean that's got to be something that's got to be addressed in the off season. But as far as contracts, he, he's going to get his money. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, and you know it's funny you mentioned that because honestly, at the end of the day, you know this is a copycat league. You know what I'm saying? And we've seen how this type of crybaby, you know, behavior ha- has worked. Um, and so. I don't even really fault Kyler Murray and his camp for doing this. I hate the fact that this is where we're at, but, you know, monkey see, monkey do, if you will. This is how mm-hmm. stars, you know, are getting the, and getting their money and, and getting what they want, and, again, I hate it. Um, the next topic I wanted to bring up really quickly has been a hot button um, around my organization and around other organizations around the league, uh, San Francisco quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo will be out of commission um, until late this summer. Evidently he's having some shoulder surgery uh, from an injury he suffered um, in the second quarter of the uh, 49ers playoff win against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Also a separated thumb he played through. Um, He won't require surgery. But, you know, this this, this injury, if you will, kind of hurt the trade value for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been linked to the several teams, my Pittsburgh Steelers, the Washington Commanders, um, and, and, you know, possibly the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and some, some other teams that are, are in need of, of a franchise quarterback. Does this injury, you know, kind of hurt his, his trade value, or do you still think he's going to get full value and he's going to be dealt when this league opens or during draft day? Um, I think it's interesting um, because I think even he said it, right, Garoppolo, that um, he would be on the move. He felt like he was going to be on the move by Trey Lance. Even though I don't think he's ready, 
that they were going to do everything in their power to get him ready and that Garoppolo wasn't going to be um, on this team. Um, I think it kind of hurts his value because you could see him being traded at uh, during the draft or just before the draft. Um, so now it's a guy that you either um, got a hope makes a good recovery or it's a team has faith in, in that his recovery is going to be on track so that you would trade him um, either – at the, at the draft or, you know, as the season starts, right? But because um, I think, you know, your team was probably in the running form as well. So um, it's it's a development. But I think – I honestly think he's, he's a stopgap quarterback. I think a team like the Steelers would make a lot of sense for him, um, maybe even um, the Broncos or somebody, so, depending on what they want to do. So, I mean, like, like – a quarterback that you can get a year or two out of until you groom somebody. Um, so I think a team, you know, that isn't that that wants to just kind of have that transition quarterback would wouldn't mind taking a flyer on him, um, just, despite what his injury status is. And they said that he will make a full recovery. He should be good to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's supposed to make a full recovery and and everything. But the issue is like. It's a quarterback, you know, you want to get him in there and kind of get him um, going Mm -hmm. and camaraderie with the receivers and everything. And they're looking at late summer, like OTA start, you know, the end of April, you know, beginning of May, you know, and, you know, OTAs and then you got, you know, rookie training, rookie camp and mini camp and we're going to blink and it will be August and and training camp time. And they said late this summer, so – you know, I, I just for me, I I, I, right. I I don't want him in Pittsburgh, but you know, I do mm-hmm. think there there's going to be some type of value for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I saw a report, and again, I'm trying to pull it up. I was scrolling on social media, mm-hmm. and I saw something that said Shanahan hasn't ruled out the possibility of, of him returning to San Fran. Um, because, you know, the trade, you know, demand that they would like, they, they may not get. Um, and I think this this injury or, you know, surgery and everything that he's dealing with is, is something that could honestly uh, hurt the trade mm-hmm. value. I mean, they may have to take, you know, less than what they want um, for mm-hmm. the services of Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so I'm just curious to see how, how that plays out. Um, I, I do expect him to, to, to quarterback in 2022, 2023. It's just a matter of where uh, he, he quarterbacks at. Call the number to reach us there is 929-477-2759. Uh, here with your boys, the Sports City Chef, the NFL front office show. Before we get going, I did want to get to another caller in queue. Calling out of the 518 area code. What's going on, man? How are we doing this evening? Controversies in the house, gentlemen. How are you doing today? I knew it. Uh, you know what? Interesting. I stopped talking. As soon as I said Broncos, all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose, man. What's going on, Greenwood? How are we doing today, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. I'm doing good. So let me uh, let me spoon feed this to you real quickly. Uh, we spoke about uh, Tyler Murray and um, the demand kind of bully letter that hit his his representation sent the Arizona Cardinals, and we just talked about the injury and uh, upcoming surgery for Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'm going to go ahead and let you to, allow you to double-click on both of those or either one of those before we uh, move on uh, to talking about some free agency stuff. Um, so I honestly don't think Kyler Murray is going anywhere. This is just posturing, trying to get a long-term deal um, up front uh, because the biggest – Generally, um, NFL players are looking for long-term security over a big payday. And I use that term generally, not always, but that's generally what you're looking for. Um, and this is kind of Kyler Murray's way of um, of trying to solidify that after a great beginning of the season and kind of a pedestrian end of the season. A bad season leads him into a less secure position than um, than he's at today. So that's what I feel Kyler Murray's situation is all about. And I think this is all a game to try to get him that long-term contract early. 
uh, like Josh Allen did and a few of the other um, better rookie quarterbacks did. Um, as far as surgery on Jimmy Garoppolo, I really didn't think Jimmy Garoppolo was going to start for an NFL team in spite of how well he did do for the um, for the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think this really changes much in the plans of a lot of NFL teams. Um, I don't think that they would particularly trade uh, for like I don't think the Broncos would trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. I I mean, would the Browns think about it? Maybe. But other than that, I don't think anybody's in a position of where they are going to spend on the quarterback to win now. And if you were going to spend on that, then why wouldn't you go for like a Kirk Cousins? If you were going to really try to to win now, I would much rather have a Kirk Cousins than a Jimmy Garoppolo any day. So let me double-click on that for a quick second. You mentioned the Denver Broncos not wanting to to, to spend now. Um, Again, for all intents and purposes, the Broncos, like my Steelers, have been tied to uh, all the free agent quarterbacks as well as the the trade market. And, you know, we're all sitting here waiting to kind of see what happens with, with Aaron Rodgers and, Sean Watson and, you know, Russell Wilson has made his his demands and his list of teams. Um, and so putting that inside your crystal ball, let's say the Denver Broncos strike out on Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, you would expect them to go out and potentially get um, somebody else besides a Jimmy Garoppolo? Um, I, I don't see them going out there getting I mean they might be desperate enough to get Jimmy Garoppolo but I mean I think at that point they're looking at either the draft or taking another swing at a Teddy Bridgewater or something like that because there's because they don't it doesn't cost them anything to take another swing with Teddy it does cost them something to take another to to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo um so I don't think they would pay draft capital for another mediocre quarterback when they can get one cheaper um, via free agency. And they're both essentially the same guy. They're both good, not great players that can win if healthy with a good team around. I, I, I mean, just don't see why they would do that. I mean, honestly, I mean, for, I, I, I can't really, you know, disagree or agree with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious to kind of see how how you piece that together based off of, you know, okay, so we don't have Aaron Rodgers, we don't have Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, you know. So when you start looking at the, the, the next tier, you know, or the, the tier lower than that, you know, you look at the Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Tyrod Taylor, you know, Jacoby Brissett, you know, Flacco, Trubisky type of quarterback, free agent quarterbacks. And, like, I don't want any of those. You know, I mean, my team is one that's in need of a quarterback. You know, I don't want any of that. I miss me with all of that. You know, and I really don't feel as though there is a guy who can come in and put us over the top you know, and win right now in the draft. I mean, Kenny Pickett, he, he reminds me a lot of Mr. Trubisky, if you will, where he, he played solid for for one season, and now he's, you know, arguably one of the first quarterbacks to come off the board. Malik Willis kind of signed at the Senior Bowl out of Liberty, but I really don't want to invest, you know, first-round capital into him. Uh, you know, Matt Correll out of Ole Miss, Sam Howe, North Carolina, like, I don't see anybody coming out of, of, of this draft in a quarterback position uh, that you really want to, you know, hit your wagon to, like, this is my franchise guy. We, he's the missing piece to get us over the edge. Like, teams like the Broncos, if you will, mm-hmm. and even us even us as the Steelers, we have weapons already. Like, I, I feel as though we as Pittsburgh are a quarterback, a dynamic quarterback away from potentially competing um, definitely for a division and, you know, depending upon how the ball bounces um, and how health kind of, you know, shows itself, we can kind of compete 
in the in the AFC um, if we get that 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 dynamic quarterback. And I just don't think that you know the free agency pool, if you will, that 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 we currently see is it, going to give you that. And I'm sure it's like don't feel as though that guy is sitting here uh, in, in the 2022 NFL draft. Dylan, I'm gonna throw it back to you. You know. I kind of bounced around a little bit, but when you look at the quarterback free agency pool, Jameis Wilson, Teddy Bridgewater, Marcus Mariota, um, or if you want to look at the quarterbacks coming out, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, does, does any of those essentially, you know, blow your skirt up if you will, or, or are you trying to push your chips all in, kind of L.A. Rams style, and be like, you know, I need to get one of these guys come hell or high water, and you can actually throw Jimmy Garoppolo in the mix, like, is Jimmy Garoppolo a guy that you want to push your chips in the middle and say, yo, that's the guy that's going to turn my franchise on, that's the guy that's going to get me to a championship? No, I mean, when I'm looking at the free agent pool, I think, you know, the best quarterbacks are Winston, Bridgewater, and then Mariota's there, right? And then the, and then it really starts to kind of taper off, right? You're talking Andy Dalton, you're talking – it's magic. Trubisky might get some pull, some 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 looks as a backup in New York. I think that's a good fit for him. But you're talking about Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor. You know, it, it really kind of starts to fall off, right? So, I don't think the free agency pool is where um, a lot of t- if when the t- the top three guys come off the board, that's it. I don't think you're you're talking about backup territory, right? Um, I think the draft is weak this year. Although I think, you know, listen, I'm, and I'm speaking as from an outside looking at I think the best thing for a team like the Steelers to do, trade for a quarterback that either is a stopgap or you're the, the heir apparent to, to Big Ben. But if it's a stopgap quarterback like, like Garoppolo or maybe even a Winston that you bring in, you still draft Willis. I think Willis is the guy that's a perfect fit. I think – he was the guy that um, that Coach Tomlin was looking at, talking to a lot um, at the Senior Bowl, I think it was. So, but he's not ready, right? Serious? Like he's not. You can't throw him in this year and start him. He needs a year or two to develop, kind of like um, Mahomes did, um, Carson Wentz before him. So, um, I think that's a that's a guy that you draft. But then, honestly, if I was the Steelers, I'm I'm putting my chips in for Russell Wilson. That's the guy I think you should get, either him or Deshaun Watson, right? So I think the trade market is a better fit for quarterbacks if you're looking to upgrade at the quarterback position than the draft yeah. or in free agency. So um, there might be a couple quarterbacks to be had, like Garoppolo, Russell Wilson, uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, maybe even, you know, Daniel Jones is a guy that maybe you would want to think about picking up. Uh, obviously, um, Aaron Rodgers, his name floats around there too. So I think that's where a lot of teams can go. I mean, I'm looking at Russell Wilson. If the, 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 the Seahawks are really serious about moving on from him, I think he's a good fit in Pittsburgh. I think he's a good fit in New Orleans. And, I mean, they say the Giants, but the Giants, would have, we would have to give up way too much to get him. So I, while he would be a fit, I don't think that's something they should do. But I think the trade market is where you're going to see a lot of quarterback movement. See, my my problem is is what are you gonna have to pay? Like it yeah, of course if you have the ability to get Russell Wilson then you're going to want Russell Wilson over any of these other guys, but what's the cost of I mean, the Texans have kind of put the price tag on a um on a Deshaun Watson at three first round picks and there's a lot of uncertainty going on with Deshaun Watson right now. So one can only assume that uh, that a Russell Wilson will cost four or five first-round picks. And where, especially as they're coming down the line, uh, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to be, he's going to cost four just because of his age. So he'll be paying for Aaron Rodgers longer than he's going to be on your team probably. So that's where I have a, have, because after, especially after the Rams did what they did, they paid three first-round picks and then won a Super Bowl with that quarterback. The, the the trade market for these 
already established Pro Bowl caliber quarterbacks is going to go up, not down. So you, I think the minimum, unless you're talking about this John Watson situation where it is very murky, that the price is going to go up. It might be three first and a second. It might be four first, especially if there's a bid war in a year where there's no um, no value at the quarterback position anywhere else other than the trade market. And teams are seeing their window close, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like the uh, Denver Broncos, whose window is definitely closing, or the, maybe even the Philadelphia Eagles, who have an abundance of draft draft capital, they have three first-rounders this year, the price is going to be high. I don't know if I if I was thinking as a front office person if I'm willing to think that capital because draft capital is cheap talent. And this is how you sustain success as opposed to getting it for a year or two. We'll see the Rams in a few years. Yes, they'll have a Lombardi trophy, but they're going to be rebuilding quickly. I mean, honestly, you know, when, when you look at the Russell Wilson angle, um, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. Like, if he didn't leave Seattle, like, there's only two teams, in my opinion, that I can actually see him leaving Seattle for. One of which are the New Orleans Saints, and the other one, unfortunately, are Barry's, you know, New York football giants. Um, and so when, when, you, there are other teams, again, like you alluded to, Villain uh, and you, you as well, Greenwood, that, you know, are in the mix, you know, the Commanders, you know, Sailors, Broncos, et cetera, et cetera. But um, as much as I would want as the Steelers, you know, as much as I would want Russell Wilson, um, I, I, I just don't think we're going to pull the trigger on that. Call-in number is 929-477-2759 here with Sports City uh, for the NFL front office uh, show. Uh, one more thing I want to get to, gentlemen, uh, before we start diving and, and, and talking free agency. Uh, we mentioned the quarterbacks. Um, I definitely wanted to talk a little bit um, about you know a, a, a couple of news and notes uh, from uh, this the, the the combine from today. Uh, as we all wear the NFL combine kicked off um, this afternoon, um, and one of the things that Bruce Aaron said, um, he said as much as Tom Brady um, said that he will be open to a return, Bruce Aarons doubled down and said it's pretty much bad business um, if he would, you know, allow Tom Brady to go to another team. <laughs> Essentially what, you know, pretty much saying that if Tom Brady wants to play again, he's playing in Tampa Bay. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about that. Like, do you guys honestly think that Tom Brady – is going to eventually unretire and, and come back and play football next year. Uh, Villain, I'll go to you first. Villain, if you're talking, you're on mute. Oh, yeah, I am talking. I was just sitting there just going crazy. Um, do I think he's going to come back? Did you see Giselle, yeah. um, Giselle doing Kung Fu or whatever? Like, there was a video I of her I, on Instagram I, I or something. <laughs> So, yeah, she's, like, doing some karate or kung fu or something like that. Like, he better not come back. She, he, he ain't going to be a happy home he try to go go back to work. You know? <laughs> so, um, no, I, I, I honestly, I, I hope he doesn't come back because um, he's older. He doesn't have anything to prove. If What I've heard is true about him having concussions at certain points. And, you know, it's just, it, you know, thank, thank God that, Thank, thank God that he hasn't really sustained that, that nasty injury that uh, a lot of guys, you know, eventually, like Junior Seau, pass away from, like that, you know, CTE or whatever. So, um, you know, you're always putting your health at risk on the line every play, every snap. So um, it, it's a good time for him to go. I feel like 
he did everything he could to win that last game, but he's won so many times. But, you know, he has nothing to prove. And I, I hope he doesn't come back, but, you know, I'm sure, you know, they would welcome it, right? Like, you know, he's Tom Brady. So, um, yeah. But it's it's funny what's going on out there. Like, they're all kind of like, you know, we, we like uh, Blake Gabbert, and, or, you know, we feel like we have a chance to win next year. Like, what? Huh? Like you know, I feel like they think that not Tom's just playing. Yeah, exactly. But that's like that. They like not Tom playing. He'd be back. Not Tom's just playing. You know what I mean? Like no, he's not coming back. I feel like he's coming back. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I hope he does. I will say this. I will say this. Like it wouldn't shock me if like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that they struck out on, you know, landing, you know, one of their number one target free agents at the quarterback position that. You know, somebody doesn't give him a phone call and be like, yo, my guy, um, oh, here's what, what's it going to take to get you to come back? You know, I mean, we got to send Gronk out there to pick you up. Uh, you know, I, I, what was it going to take? Like, if they strike out getting somebody like, a, you know, Aaron Rodgers or, you know, or Jimmy Garoppolo, who I, I think is probably going to land there, or, or Mitchell Trubisky or something like that. Like, we all know they're going to make the phone call because they always make the phone call. Um, Greenwood, I, I'll come to you, man. You know, we'll, give, give me your percentage on whether you think Tom Brady stays retired next year. Uh, I think it's going to de- depend a lot on if the um, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't able to uh, either rebuild or recreate that team um, that they had last year. There's a lot of free agents out there. There's a lot of stuff that they would have to get back to return them to where they need to be. And if they're not, then Tom Brady's just going to stay retired and not try to put a team on his back. But if it's pre-built for him and he's ready to go, then I think he'll come back for one more. But the offseason is going to determine that more than uh, what Tom's feeling. All right, so one more thing. Gentlemen, I'm going to save you for last. Give me a yes or no question for this, Greenwood. Does Saquon go into 2022 as the starting running back for the New York Football Giants? Uh, yes, he will because he's more valuable to the Giants than he is to anybody else. So the reason why I asked that New GM said that they're open to Gail, uh, Saquon, and obviously I got a giant fan sitting here villain. You know, I'm going to pop this in your lap real quick, man. Is Saquon starting for you guys week one, or is he in another uniform? Yeah, I mean, I saw that, and I wrote an article that, you know, I'm be finishing up and posting tomorrow on com. Go check that out. Greenwood, you need to start writing. I'm going to come find you, jerk. Um, listen, I honestly feel like um, I feel like he'll be a giant, and I, I, I think it's it's good to listen. I think there's teams that could use him if he's healthy. Uh, you know that second year, you know, serious the second year back from an ACL injury is where you really kind of start to get your feet under you. You're really comfortable making those cuts. He wasn't making cuts like he was making his first two years in the, in the league, so um, he was just unsure of himself and all that stuff. So. I think it's good to listen. I think they will keep listening. I think there's teams that he's a fit for, like the Bills. But honestly, I think the Giants want to do as much as they can to to evaluate Daniel Jones. And I think by having uh, Saquon Barkley in the backfield, that's how you get the best evaluation. I'm going to go against the grain and say no. I think that Saquon may get dealt as a part of a blockbuster move at the trade when a free agency opens or on, on draft day, I just have a sneaky suspicion that, you know, he's a bargaining chip. And if you can trade one of those first-round draft picks and Saquon to a team, um, you know, to, to, to get a quarterback or, or something like that to, to, to maneuver yourself in the draft in such a way, um, I think the Giants literally pulled the trigger on it. Um, so I'm going to go against the grain just to go against the grain here. And, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me because, once again, this is New York, and Villain has said this several, several times. 
They shouldn't even drafted them when they did, but I, I digress. Nope. Call the number is 929-477-2759. You got the next 20-some-odd minutes or so here with your boys at Sports City. Um, I did have another call in queue, calling out of 615. What's going on, man? How we doing this evening? What's up, fellas, man? I totally dropped the ball. I was, I was like, uh, I was like Jameis Winston in Tampa. I was fumbling. Uh, forgot we had the show going on tonight. How you fellas doing? What's going on, my man? How, How you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. We talking football tonight for the most part so far. Is that where we are? Yes, sir. That's yes, where sir. we're we at. Just, uh, okay. Right. We just kind of we just kind of went through a couple things. We started we started out talking about Kyler Murray. We segued into Jimmy Garoppolo. So you're more than welcome to double click on any one of those. Um, or anything that you kind of wanted to click on that you were that you heard while you were while you were in queue. Go ahead, Sarm. <clears throat> okay, well I, I'll hit on those real quick, and then I'll just tell you a couple other things that I've been noticing. Just, uh, I mean, every team's trying to send a message out to the media. I do think that Kyler Murray uh, believes that the Arizona Cardinals see his value. Like, listen, uh, they've been trying for a while to get a quarterback. Uh, the closest they've come lately are uh, in the past in the in the last couple of playoff runs you've seen Kurt Warner and Carson Palmer have a little success there the best quarterback they've developed uh probably in their organization before Kyler Murray was Jake Plummer so I rest my case as far as what kind of uh what kind of success that uh franchise has had trying to grow its own quarterbacks I mean, the last one they drafted before Murray, they obviously traded the very next year. So they better hope he's the franchise guy and they better give him the pieces he needs to win because the guy is a good talent. Um, I thought that the thing that they got me that has really jumped out is, you know, Washington's going out through the media now, the commanders, and, and pointing out that they think they're just a quarterback away, which we've all talked about. But now it's being pushed by the media to fans. Now we're seeing the part about Devontae Adams and is he going to be a package deal with Rodgers and, you know, what happens with all it. So stories that we've been kind of projecting, <clears throat> you're starting to see in mainstream media. So you're going to see, get it talked about with these guys, with these talented chefs, way, way before a lot of times you see it pushed to, uh, to mainstream media. These guys are looking for stories with nothing else going on before free agency starts. So we'll see Washington even talked about possibly uh, bringing in Mitchell Trubisky to compete with uh, Heineken at the quarterback position. So you got a couple teams mentioning being all in on quarterbacks, the speculation as to whether or not any of these top guys will be traded. Obviously what Pittsburgh is going to do, Tampa talking about leaving the door open to Brady, but Kyle Trask definitely getting a chance to compete for a job there, who can, who uh, looks at Deshaun Watson, what happens there. So all those things that we've kind of batted around the kitchen for the last uh, several weeks, on and off, man, these are the things that, that you're reading in or that I'm seeing in mainstream headlines right now as they're trying to fill uh, pages until free agency comes along. But, you know, football is the one season that, <clears throat> that never stops free agency will ramp up pretty soon and, We'll start seeing some teams wheel and deal and see what happens there. Definitely, definitely, man. I wanted to change gears real quick um, and start talking about some free agency, um, you know, positions. Uh, I'm going to start with wide receiver um, because that seems to be where a, a lot of these the meat and potatoes, if you will, from the position um you got Allen Robertson, who, who's, a, who's a free agent. Chris Godwin, Devontae Adams um, kind of headlines that list. And then you got some second-tier guys, uh, T.Y. Houghton, Juju Smith-Schuster, A.J. <clears throat> Green, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Adams can be, um, Adams can be tagged. Yeah, yes, yeah. Right, right, right now he's an unrestricted free agent. So they, all, all the unrestricted Absolutely. free agents can be tagged. So. You know, Chris Godwin can can be tagged. Well, actually, yeah, he can be tagged the second time. Uh, Devontae Adams, I expect, will be tagged. Um, but at the end of the day, man, like, so you're Devontae Adams, you know, 
what, what are you thinking here? I mean, are, are you going to stay there in Green Bay, or are you, you know, what, what team obviously will, will have the position to, 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 to go get Devontae Adams and Greenwood? I'll start with you first. So I don't think any, I don't think Devontae is going anywhere. Um, if it is, it's going to be like a tag-and-trade situation, but tag-and-trade situations very rarely ever work out. Um, I I can't remember the last time I've actually seen somebody tagged and then trade to a different team. It just rarely ever happens. Um, it's going to really depend on what the future of Aaron Rodgers is in Green Bay as well because if Rodgers is gone, they already know that Jordan Love is not the QB of the future. That's why they tried to trade him. Um a year ago, and they tried again before the trade deadline, hoping to gain some value and keep Aaron Rodgers in building. Um, but I think Devontae Adams will get tagged, probably, unless the Green Bay Packers are in full rebuild mode. Because if if they let Devontae go, then I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers is right behind him. So. Um, if there let, was a team that was looking for Let me double-click on you there. Which, which do you think mm-hmm. happens first? Do you think Aaron Rodgers announces what, what he's wanting to do before they tag him, or do they tag him, then Aaron Rodgers announces? Ooh, that's a really good question. I think that they're going to tag him in hopes that he sticks or that he'll, um, he'll get the trade um, thing out of his head. They got really close last year. Um, maybe give him like a little bit of control over who they draft this year, instead of trying to build for the future like they always do. Um, I, I think that they could try to put that in the context of, hey, let's do this one last push, and you've got full control for this off season or whatever. Um, that might be the way they they try to do it and say, hey, we've got your favorite target right here. That means we're serious about getting you another ring. Um, so I, I could see that being the option, and then trying to trade him later if that doesn't work. I think that's a very easy question. Yeah, no, I think that's a very easy question to answer. I think he gets tagged first, and I think the Packers have to tag him in order to get. Um, some value and a trade off of him, especially if the team that trades for him is willing to try to pony up and give an extension when they first uh, get him, which could happen. But I think he, I I will say this, I think you're more likely to see Adams on that roster without Aaron Rodgers, much more likely than you would be to see Aaron Rodgers on that roster without Devontae Adams. Uh, He said it's not going to drag much into the offseason. We'll see. But I think simply because of the way the deadline is going to hit, I think they're going to have to tag him first. But I, I do agree with James. If they end up not keeping Rodgers, they could try to trade him. I mean, I, what I was reading <clears throat> from certain things recently was saying that <clears throat> they could re- realistically expect a mid to late first or a second round pick in return, but you're not going to get uh, multiple picks. you got a guy who's still 30, but – big-time contract coming up behind it. So, uh, you know, we'll see. But I think he definitely gets tagged before Aaron Rodgers decides and they figure it out. And listen, let's not forget what this Packers team does right at the start of free agency or how they go about uh, doing that is going to be a a big thing and going to tell us a lot because they're a lot over. So what decisions they make and what – sections of the uh, of the carcass they choose to slice from and, and getting their salary down to that number will tell us a lot about what their plan is and what they believe they can get to the free agency or whatever uh, moving forward. Villain, I'll come to you same question, man. Kind of give us a little spin on it. This Devontae Adams situation in Green Bay is kind of you know, the, the the cream of the crop, if you will, as free agency sets to open uh, here in a couple of weeks, man. How do you think this plays out um, involving Devontae Adams as well as, you know, the package, you know, potentially with Aaron Rodgers? Once again, I think it's going to be tough talking both of those guys back 
Um, I think, you know, I, I don't what – do you, what do you think Adams can get? Probably 25-ish at the receiver position. Um, Rodgers would get upwards as the highest-paid quarterback. We're talking 45, 50 million range. I think they'll be comfortable on the franchise tag. Yeah, so what will happen is I think – so they have a week to do it. They have a week to franchise Adams. And I think if they franchise him, how it works is they can can work out a deal, and I think they'll probably – you know, they'll they'll be flexible enough to be able to put a lot of his money into a bonus, signing bonus. They could defer money into the back end probably to, to make sure he gets his money, but then it doesn't take a big salary cap eat. Um, but, you know, I I fully expect out of – I think there were some other franchise players that were eligible, but he was the biggest name. And I think I, – I would have thought they would have done it by now, but I think by next week. So next Tuesday – is our next front office show, he will be franchised. I don't, I don't have any question about that. It's going to be now, how do they work the deal? And then how do they figure out, okay, we got Adams. Is that enough to bring Rogers back? If he, if Rogers wants to come back and how do we do that? So um, I don't think Rogers has said he wants top dollar, but he deserves top dollar. He's a two time MVP the last two years. So, but for Adams, okay, I think hey. he deserves to be, What's that? I'll tell you how you do that, You just mentioned a lot of other yeah. good receivers, even a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, who you could probably get yeah. at a reasonable rate. You get this guy a couple of other weapons in the passing game to make him more dangerous because if they can be where they're supposed to be on the field and run routes, he'll get to the football. Exactly. Well, see, but I, mean, I, think I mean, I mean, honestly, Adam, 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 sorry, sorry, good. Go ahead, no, no, go, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, having Adams on that team would make Emmanuel Sanders that much better. So I don't know how you don't try to figure it out and bring him back. He's one of the top three receivers in the game. So, um, you know, Cooper Cup had an amazing season. Jamar Chase looked amazing. But everybody knows that Adams is that dude. So I think they got to figure out how to bring him back. And if Rodgers wants him back, that's the guy you got to bring back. But, I mean, again, ultimately – that the Green Bay Packers are in the worst shape um, yeah. financially, you know. And so, you know, we're talking about figuring out how to get Devontae Adams, you know, back. We're figuring out how to, you know, potentially lure Aaron Rodgers back who's going to want, you know, to get paid. You're, going, you're trying to go out and get an Emmanuel Sanders, you know, who's going to command somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, seven to eight mil per you got other guys who you could potentially go get, you know, Sammy Watkins, if you will, um, T.Y., if you will. You still got Randall Cobb, a guy who, you know, Aaron Rodgers is massively in love with, you know. I, you know, I mean, you, you, you want to put these people around him uh, to kind of entice and lure him back, but, you know, this, this isn't Monopoly money, you know what I'm saying? You're right. Does, going he doesn't Sanders, but he needs another receiver. He needs one more receiver. Well, I mean, you got guys that are there. I mean, not 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 that Alan Lazard is, you know, on an Emmanuel Sanders type of level, but I mean, the chemistry and the camaraderie that they have, you know, is is unmatched. You know, this is a team again that has set you know records offensively during the regular season. You know, get the number one seed and you know run through the regular season, get to the playoffs, and forget you know how to play football. So it's not like the Green Bay Packers, even as the roster is currently, you know, built and void of talent and void of weapons and void of, you know, you know, weapons for, for Aaron Rodgers to use, you know, I don't think going out and getting somebody like a Mike Williams, uh, if you will, is, is going to be the thing that kind of gets them to stay. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is, is ticked off with ownership and ticked off with, you know, mm-hmm. GMs and things of that nature. And I think, honestly, that is going to be the, the, the thing that kind of determines whether Aaron Rodgers stays or goes. Um, obviously, Devontae Adams being there will, will definitely help. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think them going out and getting these other guys and paying him the richest contracts and, 
and and football is going to be the thing. He came out and said, you know, it's not about money. He 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 he's got that. You know, it's not about this and the third. But he's upset with the organization. Um, and right now we're talking about going out and spending money that they haven't got. Um, it's got not about, about money, but then he said he wants fifty million. Serious. So, yeah, what I'm, I'm sorry. So Mike Mike Williams is, um, is a is a franchise candidate, and he's his name is rumbling. If you're if you're um, Los Angeles, do you franchise him? I mean, I I I don't I don't know how you would pay him that. I I, I don't know. I just don't see a franchise tag for him in, in L.A. Here's, here's, here's the thing with Mike Williams, and I'm I'm glad you know you brought him up. You know, at the tail end here, I think he's gone because I think honestly yeah. that the L.A. Rams, I, I think the Rams, not the Rams, but the Chargers are going to look into the draft and try to go pick up one of these receivers that are in the draft to go alongside uh, Keenan Allen. Um, and I think that this 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 year, a, a draft class receiver-wise, is one of the best that has been in, in quite a while. Um, so there are some receivers to be had that they can come in and, and kind of and do some stuff with. I mean, obviously they would like to have Mike Williams back, but I think – Mike Williams is going to be a prime candidate to end up somewhere like a Baltimore or something like that um, <clears throat> where he can go and stretch the field a little bit. Sammy Watkins didn't get it done. But if you put Mike Williams and Baltimore and you pair him with possibly Hollywood and, you know, we, we all understand that the Baltimore is going to throw the ball um, like that, but he's a perfect jump ball candidate, a guy that can stretch the field and kind of be on the field for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, call the number yeah. 929-477-2759. you got about four got and you. a half to three minutes left. Um, Mr. <clears throat> Harvey, go ahead, my guy. No, real quick on Mike Williams. I think they're going to do some digging. I think they're going to kind of dive around and see what else other guys may want in free agency. The deal is that Williams has just been helped, man. Like, if he's on the field, consider where they are in other salary cap positions, you can probably afford to give him what you need to give him to keep him in L.A. right now. Uh, but the only question mark there, like I said, is health. I'm also curious to see, I know he didn't develop uh, with <clears throat> Fields, but he has shown signs in previous years before. I'm curious to see if he goes to a different situation, what Allen Robinson has in the tank, if he's still got anything left. Because I don't think he's a number one, but I think he could be a solid two receiver on a team and really still uh, have some productive years in the right, with the right team. I think Allen Robinson is, is has the potential to be number one. I think the thing with him was that, especially this past year, this brother was hurt uh, a lot. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when, when Matt Nagy decided to play musical chairs with the quarterback position, um, it was very, very difficult to gain camaraderie and cohesion. Um, and then by the time he settled on Justin Fields being the guy, um, you know, I, th- I think Allen Robinson was hurt. Um, Chris Godwin was another name that is brought up. Um, you know, does he stay in Tampa Bay, or do they try to work something else on, you know, does he sign somewhere else? You know, um, go ahead and talk about that uh, villain before we get out of here. Chris Godwin is, is what we're talking about. I <clears throat> I don't know. I, you know, I think I think the smart thing is to franchise him. Is he? He's eligible, right? He is eligible to be franchised. Um, he was he, he was tag, he was tagged last year, so they can tag him one more year. Right. So that's. I think. I think the worst thing that happened was that he got hurt. So now, um, if he wasn't hurt, I think. I don't know. I feel like they would try to work out a deal. To keep him, but now I think you franchise him. It kind of protects them for one year. If he's not the same, um, you, you you can let him go. No harm, no foul. I think um, so. I, I, I listen. I think he's a darn good receiver. I think you saw the difference in the offense with him as opposed to without him. I think um, he's one of those guys that he's a twitch receiver that in the, in the slot that um, you know might. Michael Michael Evans is a, a north south guy. He's a big physical receiver that you you know. He can run routes, but, you know, he's not that guy that can get open and get loose in the secondary. So 
um, they need a guy like Godwin. So I hope they work it out. And especially if um, Gronk doesn't come back, um, they're going to need a receiver like him. I think he does get franchised. I think they try to work something out. Um, hopefully he makes a full recovery. Um, I think it would be better if Brady was there with him, but, you know, Godwin is a, is a good receiver that they gotta they got to keep. You know 100%. what? I definitely agree with you there. You know, Mr. Harvey, man, thanks for coming by and kicking it with us, man. You can talk about Chris Godwin and go in and give us a plug and close out as we get out of here, man. 100% agree. I think um, those two receivers, Evans being a go up and high point the ball, catching traffic or over guys, Chris Godwin is a precise route runner. You can count on him being where he's supposed to be and has sure hands. And then with his ability in the open field, you know, he can uh, he can run away from people. So, Chris Godwin, those two weapons at the wide receiver position on a team that can, that can afford to do it is going to benefit any quarterback, obviously, if it's Brady. But even if it's, if it's not Brady and it's a young guy, Trask, or anybody else, having those weapons for – him is going to be a, a nice foundation for any quarterback to step into or a nice situation for them to step into. Uh, man, we're right at – we're getting right at 8,000. <clears> and uh, the barbershop on Clubhouse, come see us. Come be part of our community. Come uh, chop it up with us, even if you only got a few minutes. Like if you're on a 15, 20-minute car ride, jump in and see what the shop's talking about. Way in if you want to. Uh, so we spend a lot of time listening to people. Your uh, takes. I'm good to that. I'm in different some of it, but it's fun, and uh, <laughs> uh, always some uh, always some engaging banter in the barbershop on Clubhouse. Come check us out. We got merchandise there too, tees, hoodies, and such. Also, Sports City Chefs, man, check out all the shows. Tuesday night front office show, Wednesday night cookout, Thursday night crossover cafe, Sunday brunch, man. Sports City Chefs, check out the blogs, the website, the merch, everything that we do. And don't forget PHI Apparel and uh, Lazy Lay Monster Relay. Much love to you guys. Much respect to Timeless uh, for originally letting me come with you guys. And uh, much love and respect to all of you, man. I'm out. Peace. Thank you so much, Mr. Harvey, for kicking it with us, man. Definitely check out the barbershop out there on Clubhouse, man. It's, it's a wild ride, man. It's a wild ride. Now, with that being said, Villain, shut us down, man, as we get out of here. Yeah, man, thanks for, for having me, Sears. Love doing the show with you, the first edition of a few right now uh, with the front office edition of the NFL Free For All. So going to be, um, you know, going through the off season. I'm sure we'll be talking about our team, uh, lamenting on what each team should do. But, you know, really going into free agents, going into the combine, going into the draft, got a lot of interesting um, interesting developments going on. So stay tuned with that. Like I said, sportscdchefs.com, the, the website, the blog, the interviews, I'll have a blog going up pretty soon about my New York Giants. Uh, people loving that Giants content, so keep keep uh, reading those articles. Over 100 views for those. Um, we're going to do the um, March Madness soon, serious. so get your brackets ready. Um, you know, working that out with the homie TP and, and Craig from um, Barbershop, so most likely we'll be doing that through CBS Sports. We'll, we'll work out the details, but, you know, March Madness is upon us, so um, the new month is here. Um, serious, doing great work. Love working with you, man. Uh, even though, you know, you get on my nerves, it's nothing but love. You're like a annoying little brother that I got to, you know, teach the ropes how to be a real villain. So, you know, it's all good, but thanks, man. Love doing the show with you both. Yo, man, thanks so much for coming and kicking in with us, man. It's your boy, Sears, up in that 412 and the 703. Like everybody alluded to, man, check out the blog, the merchandise, um, everything is sportscitychefs.com. Uh, special love and respect to PHI Apparel for sponsoring this show, as well as other shows here on the network, man. Shout out to the homies over there on, on uh, Clubhouse and the Barbershop, man. We're doing big things, a collaboration um, with, with us in Sports City. You know, we're one big happy sport talking family. You know what I'm saying? We got 8,000 over there. There's a couple... You know, a couple of us here that, that that do this on a regular basis, man, and we just love, man. That's what it is, man. Before we get out of here, I will say this, man. Love your brother. Kiss your neighbors. Um, show love to all those, even those that are different from you, man. The world needs that. Um, special prayers and uh, well wishes and protection uh, to those uh, in harm's way um, in Ukraine and everything like that. We don't talk politics on this show, but um, 
you know, much respect and love to, 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 to those uh, that are in harm's way, yeah. man, and those that are getting ready to uh, go fight and do things of that nature, man. I, I, I pray peace. I pray harmony. I pray love. With that being said, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the chefs again. They don't know. Now we know, man. We out. Sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs, sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs, sports city, sports city, chefs, chefs, sports city, sports city, chefs. Kaboom! Sports city chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, Chef, Sports City, Sports City, Chef, 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 Chef,